Now there are answers. Welcome to Live Prayer. Here's your host, Bill. And welcome to Live Prayer. I am Bill Keller. Good to be with you on this Thanksgiving evening. I pray you've had a wonderful Thanksgiving. It's good to be together once again. If you're new to the program, you're watching Live Prayer. We come to you live in living color every Monday through Friday, 11 to midnight Eastern Standard Time. And wherever you're watching me tonight, all throughout this great land of ours, from sea to shining sea and from border to border. Thank you for tuning in. Friends and other far-off great lands, welcome to you as well. Once again, I'm Bill Keller, founder of LivePair.com, world's largest interactive Christian website. Reach a little over 2.5 million folks each and every day via the internet. Please check us out online. Web address coming up on your screen, LivePair.com, LivePair.com. So I pray you had a wonderful Thanksgiving today. I'm so glad that you've taken a few minutes out of your Thanksgiving to share that time with us here at Live Prayer. This will be a little different program tonight. There's really, uh, we're not going to deal with the news tonight. We'll catch up on all that tomorrow night. But uh, I wanted to make sure we were on the air tonight for several reasons. First of all, I wanted to be with you tonight as you Maybe have some pumpkin pie and some hot chocolate to end your day. Just wanted to spend a little time with the Live Prayer family and talk about all the things that we have to be thankful for. Despite all the challenges, all the troubles, all the trials, all the tribulations, so much to be thankful for. Also, this is kind of a special night for us here at Live Prayer because it's the five-year anniversary of when we left regular television and went strictly to streaming. If you watched the program last night, I was sharing with you a report that over 40% of people now watch television strictly via streaming services, Roku and all the rest. So it was a decision that was tough to make after 16 years of being on regular television stations and networks throughout the country. But uh, it was obvious to me, having done this for uh, over 20 years, that that was where all of television was heading. So we decided to take, you know, take the plunge, make the jump, and go strictly streaming. And uh, we're grateful that we did because after five years, we are seeing audience numbers uh, actually well over what we used to see when we were on regular television. Plus, we're picking up people all over the world. And that's an advantage that the whole streaming uh, industry has. So uh, it's a very, uh, we're very thankful tonight as we celebrate Thanksgiving 2023. Four things I ask you to do for me each night in the program. First, pray for me in the program. Thank you for doing that. Second, as you're with family and friends, maybe people you don't see it other than this time of year, encourage them to sign up for the free Live Prayer Daily Devotional. It's our main ministry tool. I've written it every morning since we started over 24 years ago. All they have to do is go to my homepage, liveprayer.com, upper right-hand corner, click on the sign-up link, couple pieces of basic information, they'll be all set, and it will be in their email each and every morning. Third, of course, tell them about the TV program. As you know, this is a very unique program in the sense that while we deal with the news of the day, we also give you a, hopefully, a very accurate look at what's happening down the road. Plus, 
we also put all of the news of the day in the context of a biblical worldview. So uh, encourage people that you're going to be with this weekend to check us out. Last, of course, if this ministry has been a blessing to you, please pray about helping us financially. We don't sell things. We don't, you know, do advertising. We don't do tours or conferences. We just minister. And we walk by faith as we have. Been in the ministry a little over 30 years now. Live prayers going on 25. Next March, the TV program would be 21. And we've been here for all those many, many years because of friends like you who prayed for us and sacrificed to support us. Go to my homepage, upper right-hand corner. There's a donation link. Click on it. Give you our address in St. Petersburg, Florida, if you want to drop a check in the mail. Also, it gives you a link to our credit card portal if that's more convenient. All right. Let's have a word of prayer. Father, thank you for this day. Thank you for this day that we set aside a day of thanksgiving. We should be a thankful people every day. We try to be here, but it's a reminder this one day a year that we have much to be thankful for. I'm thankful for my dear friends who've joined me tonight, who watch this program faithfully each and every night or as they're able. I pray for them and their families tonight and pray that you'll meet every need. Thank you for this day that we've set aside to celebrate Thanksgiving, all the blessings we've known throughout. And now, Lord, we just commit this time to you, ask that you use it for your glory. And we ask all of these things in the name of Jesus. Amen. amen. So I pray you had uh, some uh, good time with family and friends today. Had some good food today. Uh, if you're a football fan, obviously there's plenty of football on Thanksgiving. <laughs> but uh, and it looked like the weather was fairly nice most of the country. Uh, temperatures weren't bad, so uh, that's good. I remember uh, many, many years ago, many years ago, uh, getting up early on Thanksgiving morning and my brothers and Kids in the neighborhood, we all meet down at a local park and we'd play our annual turkey bowl. We'd get up early and start about 8 9 o'clock, go to about 11 30, 12. And uh, I remember many Thanksgivings. Snow was on the ground, it was freezing cold. <laughs> but it uh, looked like for most of the country, anyway, the weather is fairly uh, tame this Thanksgiving, so that's good. But um, this is going to be a little different program tonight. Uh, we won't go the full hour, just to give you a heads up. Plus, uh, I'm not really going to deal with any news. Uh, we do have some things to talk about, but nothing urgent enough that it won't wait till tomorrow. There's nothing pressing that I need to share with you tonight that won't wait till tomorrow. Uh, I did want to be here tonight to take a little time out of my Thanksgiving to be with you and your family on Thanksgiving. Uh, again, it's a special night for live prayer because five years ago we uh, took the plunge and went totally off of regular television and 100% on streaming services. Um, many of you are watching us on those various services right now. We've, have a, we've had a wonderful audience on Roku since we started. We're live on Roku every night. Plus, they archive, I think, the most recent three or four programs. So people that can't watch us live on Roku can watch the uh, 
watch the program as it's uh, at their convenience on demand, right? Uh, of course, we're live every night on our website. That's our main feed, livefair.com. And in addition to that, we're live every night on Facebook, our live for Facebook page and uh, Twitter page. Uh, as soon as the program's over, those programs are archived so people can watch them at their convenience. Uh, same is true with Rumble. We're live on Rumble every night. And uh, once again, people have the opportunity to watch it on demand if they can't watch it live on Rumble. Uh, then we're also live on, uh, now we're not live, but we are uh, about 10 minutes after the program's over. Uh, it's available for on-demand viewing on our Live for Telegram uh, page, Gab, Clout Hub, True Patriots Network, Getter, Sovereign Media, uh, Trump's Truth Social, Frank's Social, that's uh, Mike Lindell's uh, site, and um, what else? Frank Speech and Lindell's TV platform. And uh, so we're pretty much on all the major. Now, the only major streaming platform we're not on is YouTube. Not by choice, because we actually, this program, we posted it on our Live for YouTube channel for 15, almost 16 years. I guess about three years ago, they basically shut us down because of our hateful comments. <laughs> and uh, But uh, we're grateful for all these various platforms because you put all the audiences together from all these platforms. And as I mentioned earlier, it's an audience size much greater than we ever had on uh, regular legacy television. So uh, we're reaching many more people. And we're doing that because, again, friends like you pray, you support the ministry, and you allow this to happen. But um, tonight, I just wanted to take, again, a few minutes. I, I'm, I don't want to, uh, this won't be a long program. I just wanted to let you know uh, some of the things I'm grateful for tonight. Uh, you know, setting aside all the personal things that we're always grateful for our families and all of that. I'm grateful for the opportunity that God has given me these last 30 years to uh, be able to share his word, his truth, his hope uh, with literally tens of millions of people all over this world. Uh, when live prayer started over 24 years ago, I had no idea what this was going to become. I really did. As a matter of fact, just to show you how God operates, I didn't know, I never owned a computer, okay? When life first started, I did not own a computer. I didn't know anything about computers. God just spoke into my heart about going on the internet. I really had no clue what the internet was. But I can tell you, after about a month or two, I'm a fairly quick learner. After about a month or two, I saw the potential power of the internet that 
unlike traditional ministries where you're going church to church, flying around the world, doing crusades and things, every day I could literally reach the world without having to fly and go through all the, all the logistics of holding big crusades and things like that. Every day was a crusade. And as the months and years rolled on, uh, we saw more and more people coming to faith in Jesus. Uh, one of the commitments I made day one, we were going to read, pray over, and respond to every email for prayer. Now, in the beginning, that was not a hard task. But as this ministry grew, it just wasn't feasible from a time perspective. There's only so many hours of the day and one person can only answer so many emails, even if you pound it 24 hours a day without stopping, which of course is impossible. But God gave me the vision to uh, tap into groups of retired pastors. And uh, thankfully for the last couple of decades, well, 15, 20 years now, we've had a little over 700 retired pastors that work with live prayer that ensures every email is read, every email is prayed over, every email is responded to. You know, it's it, and what most ministries do, and it, you know, everybody's got to do what God leads them to do. But what most ministries do, when you send a prayer request, you get that auto respond back. Thank you. We're going to be praying for you and hope, wish you the best, and all that. That's fine. Okay. I mean, I'm not saying anything negative about that, other than the fact people need to know that someone cares, okay? An auto-respond, just to be blunt with you, isn't caring. It's just perfunctory. I wanted to make sure people knew that we were there for them, that we were praying for them, that this wasn't just some electronic operation, that there's real people involved. And... Uh, as of this day, every 24 hours, we get approximately 40,000 emails that we make sure are read, prayed over, and responded to. That was a commitment I made day one uh, over 24 years ago, and we will continue to do that till Jesus comes. So I've tried to make live prayer, even though it's an impersonable medium, I try to make live prayer as personable as it possibly could be and uh, to make sure people knew in their time of need that somebody was there and somebody was not just praying for them but cared about their needs. So I'm thankful that God has given me this incredible opportunity for the last 30 years of my life to serve him. Uh, going on now a quarter century, serving him in this capacity online. And in addition to that, a little as of March 21 years uh, on the in, in television. And one of the commitments I made when we started the TV program was this was not going to be just another Christian TV program. Matter of fact, the 16 years we were on regular television, this program never aired on the Christian networks, TBS, uh, Inspiration, you know, you know all the various networks out there. And I'm not saying anything bad about those networks, okay? 
But our mission was different. We weren't there to preach to the choir. Okay? This was not just a vehicle to raise money. This is a vehicle to bring truth into the marketplace and a vehicle to save souls. And, you know, if you want to sell people tires, you know, I guess you go where people looking for tires are. You know, we wanted to bring the lost and hurting masses that don't go to church, don't hear God's word aren't being presented with the opportunity to know Jesus as their personal Savior. And to do that, we had to go into the secular television world. Now, it's been a, I gotta tell you, it's been a real challenge. The reason these ministries are all on Christian TV is because 99% of the people watch Christian TV are Christians. And they understand giving and all of that. And just being honest, they can be manipulated with love gifts and taking scriptures and twisting them and, you know, to get them to give. And, you know, your kids are going to be saved if you sow a seed of a thousand. Okay. I didn't, number one, I didn't want to be a part of that. But number two, that was not the audience I was looking to reach. I wanted to reach those who were without the hope of Christ. So it's been a real challenge, but it's been, I'm thankful because God has walked with us each step of the way. God has brought dear friends alongside to support this ministry. Uh, As I mentioned earlier, you go to my website, there's no advertising. I have literally turned down millions of dollars over the last quarter century in advertising revenues Uh, from people that wanted to sell their goods on live prayer because of our audience. And I just refused it. And let me tell you why. Let me tell you why. It's not because I I don't, I couldn't use the money because I could. But here's the problem. The biggest hang-up that the lost world has about the church, the number one argument you always hear from the lost is this is nothing but a hustle. And I hate, hate, hate to be so blunt, but they come to that conclusion rightly. Sorry. You know, the Bible talks about how the children of the world are wiser than the children of light. And what would it, when you break down those passages, what they're basically saying is they're more street smart. And they are, they smell a hustle a mile away. And when you get these people on there, and I'm not, I don't need to name names, you know the names, basically hustling Jesus, it gives them an excuse. Oh, you just, you're just looking for money. You're just, you, you, you know, you're just pimping Jesus for money. And I can't sit here tonight and say that they're wrong to believe that because Sadly, there's too many examples where that's exactly what too many people are doing. So I refuse to take advertising. Um, The daily devotion I've written every morning for over 24 years is free. I mean, I could have made it like a subscription, 
like a sub-stack type situation where people pay so much a month. Listen, the Bible says the gospel was freely given and it should be freely received. It was freely received, it should be freely given. And I believe that. Now, the infrastructure to get the gospel out takes some takes some finances. But here's another thing I learned. Live prayer started in the back of a used car lot in St. Petersburg, Florida, that was owned by one of my board members who gave us basically the back half of his car, used car lot that had been there since the 40s to operate live prayer. Over the last quarter century, I had dozens of opportunities to leave. Uh, we've had potential situations where we could have had our own building, right? Our own property. Of course, it's a nonprofit. We don't, you don't pay taxes on that. But you still have to upkeep it and all that. And I resisted those temptations to move. And that's why we're still there. And I've always likened it to, hey, Jesus was born in a manger. Life prayer was born in the back of a used car lot, okay? <laughs> um, but I found, but, and you got to understand something. In the decade before I got the ministry, in the decade I was running from the Lord, making lots of money in the business world. I know how to build a big organization. And let me tell you, let me give you some inside baseball. I've had the opportunity to, after 30 years, to be, to know about, to be intimately knowledgeable about most of the major ministries out there. You know, it's the world, it's, it's not my world per se, but it is part of the world I'm in. And I can honestly tell you, most of these ministries, they start out with pure motives, a pure heart, but let me tell you what I saw over and over and over. God starts blessing their efforts. And the next thing you know, they got their building. They got their big glass building. They've hired hundreds of people. Uh, they're gallivating around the globe. Initially first class, then they have to have their own private jets. Then they believe they deserve to be living in $25, $30 million mansions, and one isn't enough. You have to have two or three. Then they're driving, you know, $700,000 vehicles, or they've got a fleet of three, four hundred thousand. And I watch this. And then what happens is one day they wake up. It's no longer about ministry. How do they feed this monster that they've created? The glass building. You may not be paying property taxes, but you're still there's still lots of upkeep, repairs, and all that. You got two, three hundred people working for you. They have to be paid every Friday. And when you're taking money, you know, it's donating the ministry, and you're buying private jets and all that kind of stuff. And at the end of the day, it no longer is about ministry, but how do they keep generating the money? to keep this monstrosity going. That's another uh, temptation that I avoided at all costs. Live prayer has always been very um, 
bare bones in terms of our staff and everything. My main staff are our technical people that we have to have to operate uh, the ministry since we are online. Few office people, that's it. And I actually do most of the work. Isn't that interesting? Um, but that's what God called me to do. His work. And at the end of the day, it's amazing how far the money goes when you're not paying for buildings. You don't have to pay, you know, tens of thousands in payroll every Friday. You know, the money isn't going to buy $40 million private jets and all of that, right? And Life Prayer operates on a monthly budget of around $55,000, a little over $1,800 a day. Just to put it in perspective, that's the average budget of a local church with around 1,000 members that meet once, twice a week. Yeah, it's literally a modern-day loaves and fishes miracle because with that money, two and a half million people get my daily devotional every morning. We respond to those 40,000 emails every day. We do this live TV show five nights a week. And at the end of the day, a little over 93 .2, 93.3 cents out of every dollar is literally going to the work. Meaning less than seven cents of every dollar is actually going to overhead, right? And I'll just be blown with you. You look at a, anybody that's served on the finance board of a local church, you know what I'm telling you is true. You look at a church budget. They're lucky if half the money's going to the actual work of the church. Usually 50, 60 percent's going to overhead for the building, for the parsonage, for the staff, for you know all the upkeep and all that, right? That's just reality. So we've kept this thing very lean. Um, we've refused to play the games. Listen, when the TV program first started, every one of the TV, Christian TV networks were calling me, wanting me to be on their networks. I just told them, I said, politely, I said, no, no, we're, we've kind of got a different calling. I appreciate the offer. We've got a different calling. I just didn't want to be around that. Because here's the thing. Again, going back to reaching the lost, reaching those who don't go to church. Again, their number one, their number one objection is, and the ministry is nothing but a hustle. That's all. It's a hustle. And I've pretty much done everything in my power to take that excuse away from them. Again, no advertising. I don't sell anything. Never have. Never will. We're just here to bring God's truth to people. Pray for people. Give people the opportunity to know Jesus. And it disarms them. It at least allows them, listen, probably 30, 40% of the audience that watches this TV program every night, and I know this because of all the emails we get, they're not Christians. Now, most are, you know, more traditional value people, you know. Um, 
you know, these aren't people that watch MSNBC every day, okay? Uh, these aren't people that are uh, promoting Satan clubs in, in school, but they just have never made the decision, made that decision for Jesus. But they're not opposed to the gospel. They're not opposed to biblical truth. But a lot of those people wouldn't be watching if this was just another ministry hustle. So I'm thankful for God giving me this opportunity for the last 30 years of my life to do uh, what I've done to in some small way serve him. Um, thankful for our technical people that make this happen every day. Uh, my little bit of office staff that uh, does the support work that needs to be done. And, um, but most of all, I'm grateful to all the friends of live prayer. You know, I've always said there's going to be a great reunion in heaven one day of all the live prayer family, because over 24 plus years now, so many of our friends, they've finished their work. They're on to their rewards in heaven. Um, but those who are still here, so many uh, pray for us every day, uh, encourage us every day, uh, support us regularly. Uh, and I get new people that watch the program, new people that get the devotional, and they ask about the support thing. I said, man, listen, just watch what we do. And if you pray about it, if you believe this is a, if this is good soil to plant your seed, then, you know, be obedient and do it. I said, number one, we wouldn't have, the way we operate, listen, you can operate most anything with, with the, with the uh, creativity of man, okay? I mean, to be blunt with you, I could put advertising on the website right now. I could start selling things right now. And I'd never worry about money again. We'd be here till the world ends. But we would not be reaching a large chunk of the people that we're, that we're here to reach. Paul didn't play games with finances. He ministered first. And then he shared his needs with those that had been part of the ministry. And then he trusted God and walked by faith. And that's what, and that's what we've done. So I'm grateful for the people in the live prayer family that do pray for us and do support us because that's how we've been here for all these years. So very thankful today. Um, and I know this world, anybody watches this program, you don't, you don't need me to remind you of all the challenges in this world, in this country right now. But I always go back to the words of Jesus that he shared with his disciples in those last hours together. And he told them, he says, in this world, you're going to have trials. You're going to have tribulations. Because he, he did not want them to think that just because they had 
walked with him, been in his presence, that everything was going to be just, you know, kittens and roses, right? Because that's not reality. And that's certainly not reality in this fallen world. As a matter of fact, it was largely going to be the opposite because they walked with him, because they were with him. They were going to come under great persecution. So he told them, he said, in this world, you will have trials and tribulations. But then he told them, but be of good cheer, for I have overcome this world. And when your faith is in Jesus, because he overcame this world, you will overcome this world. This is but a brief journey, folks. The Bible tells us clearly tomorrow's promise to none of us. Each day is literally a gift from God. And that's why, because this journey is so uh, short, it's over so quick, that's why we must make the most of each and every day God blesses us with. Amen? So listen, I am grateful that you... uh, took a few minutes out of your Thanksgiving uh, to share a little bit of time with me tonight. Tomorrow night, we'll be back to, you know, a regular program with updating you and all the things going on in this country and around the world as we close out Thanksgiving week. Uh, But I just want you to know that uh, today I'm very thankful for you and for the opportunity to be part of your life. And uh, before I leave you tonight, as I do, and I am fairly confident that in 30 years of ministry, I've never been before the public, either on TV, on radio, in person, uh, without at least taking a moment to remind them that we're all sinners. We've all fallen short of the glory of God. But the fact is, Jesus was sent to this earth to take away our sins. And that's why if we put our faith in Jesus, our sins will be forgiven and we'll be forever reconciled back to God. You know, my prayer for you tonight is that as we transition out of Thanksgiving, we're now going to be fully in the Christmas season, that this is the most blessed Christmas season of your life. And that the reality of what this season is about, the birth of a Savior, will be more real to you this year than ever before. And for those watching me right now that have never made that decision for Christ, before I leave you tonight, I want to give you that invitation now to accept Jesus, to come to know him as your personal Savior, to have your sins washed away, And be assured that when this brief journey is over, you'll be forever with them. If you want to make that decision tonight, pray with me now. Dear Lord, I come to you tonight confessing that I am a sinner. And tonight, I ask your forgiveness. Tonight, I believe in my heart and confess with my mouth that Jesus is my Lord and Savior. And now and forevermore, my life is yours. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. My friend, if you prayed in a minute, the Bible says you're saved. Not because you said a few words, because of your faith in God's grace. 
have a book I'll send you. Won't cost you anything. Drop me an email, bkellerlivepair.com. I'll get it out to you. If you need prayer for anything, please don't hesitate to email me, bkellerlivepair.com. All right, love and care about you so much. I pray you have a, a beautiful rest of your Thanksgiving night. And uh, don't forget, we will be back here in, what, 23 hours or so to close out this week until Friday night at 11 Eastern. God bless you. Have a beautiful Friday. And uh, we'll see you very soon. God bless. What problems are you dealing with in your life right now? Do you feel like giving up? Times are hard and you're not strong. I know the answer for you. And it will.